The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Musick. And good morning, everybody, from Puget Sound today. I'm coming to you from Seattle, Washington, where it's a blustery autumn day. So I uh, want to talk today about optimizing your expenses at a conference. If you're a single consultant or a small business, every now and then you'll consider this option of maybe getting a booth at a conference or trying to figure out a way to uh, sponsor something at a conference and so on. As your company grows, your pocket grows a little bit for marketing expenses and so you're able to take uh, some more chances and see what you can do there. The real question is, is there any ROI in this stuff? We've talked a number of times about not hanging out with your colleagues but working at conferences or being at conferences and working the floor at conferences where uh, people will be your potential customers and so on. But let's talk one more step about actually either exhibiting or speaking or whatever it is you're going to do there. So the first question is, what is the real expense of attending such a conference? Well, there's the cost of the travel. That's easy for all attendees. It's the air, the hotel, and the ground. There's the cost of meals, whether you do it per diem or per meal. And that's kind of another issue we can talk about when we get into finance again. Um, Cost of entertainment. You might have to take a client or a potential client out to dinner. You may have to join a round of drinks, right? It gets kind of dicey. Are you actually going to pay your staff to drink? Sometimes the answer is yes. You want them to be present at all of those kind of after-conference uh, events. The networking is sometimes even more valuable than what they're going to learn or they're going to contribute to at the event itself. So, yeah, sometimes that happens too. And then you have to scope out what kind of costs those will be and how much you'll pick up. And, of course, you have to delineate how much they should be on business and, you know, where the drink comes in. Don't forget to remind everybody and yourself that you're on business here. And anything you say and do and any time you face plant on the floor from having too much to drink, that's going to reflect in your business, too. So be careful. Now, there's the cost of time away from the income-producing product uh, projects. So as you travel, you actually lose time. There's no question about it. You can work on a plane. You can work in hotels and so on. And those of us who do a lot of conference travel certainly know that. We stay up till all crazy hours, and then we're up first thing in the morning. It's exhausting on one's mind as well as one's body. But it does mean a lesser um, intensity in terms of focus and work. So you better factor in how much time away from other income-producing projects is this staff going to have, yourself and or others. Now, assuming that you've decided you want to do something like exhibit on a show floor, it's time to figure out what those costs look like. The cheapest part of the whole thing is the piece of concrete under your feet. It's going to run you anywhere from about three to ten or even $15,000, depending on the size of the conference you're going to. Maybe in some very local space, it's only a few bucks from 50 to to 100 bucks. Okay. But the concrete's inexpensive. 
after that, it's usually draped in a 10 by 10, or maybe you'll get a bigger one that's 10 by 20, and you've spent a little more money. Uh, all of that's fine. It's got drapes on three sides, and um, that's about it. If you're lucky, maybe you get a table, but you don't really want it. Now you have to furnish the darn thing. So the question is, again, costs of that. And we'll get into great ways to do that in a moment. Then there's the cost of creating the backdrop for your booth, some kind of a wall that has your logo and so on. How will you represent it? Leaving the booth completely blank and just leaving the curtains there, not such a good idea. Um, you know, if you hang a banner over it or so on and the curtains still hang out from underneath, they're usually very ugly. And it says, you know, it screams, we don't have budget and we're not real interesting. So don't do it. If you can't afford to do it right, don't do it at all. That's tip number one. Number two, you're going to have to figure out about creating this wall behind you. There are all kinds of things you can do. You can get a fabric wall, which is the way we decided to go over here at SEOMA some time ago. Um, it's because it packs very lightly, it ships very lightly, and the shipping costs of this thing turn out to be one of the longest-term expenses you'll have. You have to ship it back and forth every single time. So if you can either carry it with you or you can ship it inexpensively, that's a huge difference. The ones that get sold with the Velcro tabs that wrap around and they're about, I don't know, 8 feet tall or 10 feet tall and 8 feet wide or 10 feet wide again, approximately designed to fit in that 10 by 10 space. They will break down, go into carry boxes that are the size of, you know, uh, three baby carriages maybe. The thing doesn't really go on the, um, you know, uh, on the airplane, of course, but it can go in the hole so you can and you have to lug that it's all even when you get out and you try and find a taxi that can take you it's awful so I don't suggest those those are the traditional way to do things and lots and lots of companies still do it they look old they look tired even when they're brand new and um, you know it's yesterday's technology don't bother uh, next thing the shipping thing this idea of shipping setup tear down return shipping and then storage if you don't have a place to store the stuff somebody else has to do it for you and so on so question is what about that shipping stuff well it's not so much the shipping which can be done like things like UPS or even uh, freight shipping and stuff like that but it's the tear down and setup you will be paying union wages for GES or similar kinds of organizations that support conferences it is expensive stuff I have easily gotten invoices for $1,500 simply to set up and tear down a wall um, for a conference. If you can at all, you know, in all possibility do it yourself, do it. It will make a big, big difference. Uh, the stuff that you put inside the booth. They'll charge you somewhere between $100 and $300 for a piece of rag that is about 10 by 10, and it's kind of you know ratty and either blue or maroon or something like that, and it goes on the floor. You must cover the concrete floor. They do not let you leave it stand, you know, as a standard concrete, but it's ugly as sin. I went to Costco, and I picked up um, 10 by 10 worth of spongy uh, floor tiles. They were one foot square floor tiles with edging, and they were designed to go in a garage or in a workroom. They looked great. Uh, they didn't last more than about three conferences worth. It was pretty low grade stuff. It cost me 88 bucks. So, 88 or I'd say 90 bucks uh, US divided by three conferences. It was really, really cheap. Um, if you can uh, get it to last a fourth conference, that's great. The killer on those kinds of spongy surfaces are the high heels of ladies' shoes. 
uh, they tend to dig in and sometimes they'll even make holes. But that can't be avoided, so just find low-cost stuff. I found other folks who uh, spent a little bit more and got uh, fabric floor tiles, the kinds of things you can get on catalogs. I think Overstock.com carries them as well. Uh, they just lay down uh, piece by piece and form a freestanding rug, if you will, or carpet. But they're very thin, industrial-depth uh, carpet tiles that cost maybe, I don't know, somewhere between a buck fifty and maybe even up to five dollars each. They weigh a little more, so again, that's the shipping issue. The spongy stuff weighs very little, but these uh, tiles will last you many, many years. So kind of two good options. In terms of furnishing, again, you're going to get charged somewhere between about one and three hundred bucks to put a six-foot table down the side or in the center of your uh, booth. Don't do it. Um, they look awful and they need to have uh, little trim and tops and I don't know, they, they put skirts around them and that'll cost you more and so on and so forth. So I strongly suggest that if the booth comes with one or two of those, great. Just leave it along the side with this little trim, whatever. You can put your stuff on it and, uh, you know, your, your display stuff on it and you can put your bags under it. But you want to outfit the booth with something a little snazzier. If you go to more snazzy things in the catalog, they will start charging you hundreds and thousands of dollars. I suggest heading out <clears throat> to Target, Walmart, Sam's Club, uh, Kmart, whatever it is in your neighborhood of the conference itself that will have the products you're looking for. I have pre-ordered stuff from Target and had it shipped to the conference center, so it was waiting for me. I have also arrived on site in uh, California, for example, and I have purchased stuff on site. I arrived the day before. I take a rental car out, and I go to Target or um, Office Depot, Office Max, places like that, and I pick up all my product. That includes a 50-inch television when necessary. So I got a 50-inch 1080p television from a circuit city and brought that to a conference center, and I set it on a table, which I had picked up. They were actually two round, I don't know, bistro tables I'd picked up at um, Target. And I had some bistro stools that looked kind of cool, black leather tops or leatherette, who knows. They looked pretty good the first day we were there, and that's all that was required. And um, a silver kind of base. So everybody was able to uh, be welcomed into this booth. This was, by the way, a 10 by 20 booth. So everybody was welcomed uh, at the booth itself, but... Um, it didn't cost me a fortune. I was able to put the whole thing together, including this television, for well under 2000 bucks. Now the question is, what do you do with it when you're finished? When we come back at CEO Coach on webmasterradio.fm, we'll talk about what to do next. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. My 
www.afcon2010.com. My.afcon2010.com. My.afcon2010.com. Your social media source for AFCON 2010. The Trade Show, where affiliates always attend for free. Sign up today at my.afcon2010.com. Check out photos and videos from our past events. Plus, check out our blog and discussion forums. Start socializing today and tell your friends to sign up now at my.afcon2010.com. Sign up today at my.afcon2010.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. We were talking about what to do with the products when you're finished at a trade show. You've outfitted the stuff with stuff you've purchased locally, and now you've got to figure out what to do. There are a number of options. One, you can now ship the whole thing back. If you need a television for your show anyway, um, you might want to start shipping it back and forth once you've picked it up the first time on site. Number two, you can use it as a giveaway. So... Uh, giveaways are, are really kind of cool. You can you know, create uh, tickets or whatever you like to give to people. You can create a bit of buzz by having them show up at your booth and, uh, and see what you're doing, and then they can uh, possibly win the television. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, my uh, youngest son, Evan Fishkin, once did win uh, you know, kind of the big prize. It was about a 40-inch TV at a Las Vegas show. I noticed that when they were giving it out, it was toward the end of the show, and they simply announced who it was and made a phone call. There were a number of folks hanging out, but not enough, I thought. So one of the important things I'd say is to create a huge buzz around the idea of a giveaway. You want to make sure you don't do it at the end of the show. You want to do it somewhere about uh, the beginning to uh, one o'clock or so, uh, you know, noon to one o'clock on the second day when you're supposed to tear down at about three o'clock. You don't want folks to have to come back at 3 o'clock. At that time, they're in sessions. At lunchtime, though, you can make a huge giveaway. So you can say just before or just after lunch as you're headed into or out of the lunchroom, stop by our booth. There's going to be a big giveaway. It's a time when people are going to be at the booth sections anyway. We're going to, to take a look at um, the optimization of the uh, giving away of the product, which is great. You can do that for electronics. Now the next question is, what do you do with the furniture? Usually this furniture is so inexpensive. We're talking about 300 bucks or less for tables and stools and uh, flooring and so on that you have your choice. I generally ship the floor back because I use that spongy stuff. Or I 
give away the tables as well to folks who are either helping to set up and tear down, um, literally, you know, in person, anybody who's uh, working for uh, GES or on the floor and, and doing that kind of stuff. I abandon it in place, or if it's very lightweight, I will attempt to take it down and ship it home. If it doesn't come home in one piece, no big deal. So those are your choices, and it costs you a whole lot less than the thousands of dollars it's going to take to rent this stuff for one to two days. One more break here. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, so we've been talking about all the costs of attending conferences from travel to entertainment to the time away from income-producing projects to the cost of the floor space, the cost of tearing down and uh, shipping things and, and, and the creation and design of that product. Of course, that's your logos and brandings and so on. The cost of electricity, Internet access, the furnishings, the electronics, the flooring, and your signage. So all of that goes into the cost of attending a conference. It becomes quite large. When you put it all together, you've got to decide where your ROI sits. If it's going to cost you 10000 or 15000 to attend a conference, you'd better be able to reasonably close within the next reasonable period of time, and you'll know what that is, whether it's a month or six months or more, that kind of business as a benefit of having attended the conference. Now, what options might you consider to make a bigger splash 
than simply having a booth at a conference. Booths at conferences can be effective and they can bring in the business and they certainly help with branding because people see you again and again. Doesn't mean they're going to buy today, but it is one of the pieces along the sales cycle that will give that lift to finally getting to a conversion. So, what other things can you do? You can sponsor an event. Some cool stuff I've seen are sponsoring uh, parties, certainly. Sponsoring lunches sounds like a, an interesting idea that's just getting on board here. Sponsoring an event that's around the uh, conference itself, it could be an evening event in which you actually host the party, makes more sense to me. Simply putting your branding on top of somebody else's event, not so exciting. Uh, if you have to share the space again with a whole lot of other company logos, that's for the super big guys. The smaller guys get lost there. Some ways you can think, well, gosh, my logo is going to be up there with Google and Yahoo and all of that. Yeah, that makes sense, but you really want to come up with something where you can have almost the top billing or individual billing that makes people really have a memorable event. So on that note, I would say do something like create a contest that will help send people to this conference for free. Do that in advance so that your name is out there in advance of the conference event itself. You can say, uh, you know, three people who do something in terms of engaging with your brand, uh, blogging for you, uh, talking about your product, giving you a demonstration of the best way they use your product or service, things like that, will get a free ticket to attend this event. You can work with the event uh, you know, vendors to come up with a discounted cost for those tickets because you're promoting their event uh, as well as they helping you to promote your product. So that might work. You can hold an off-site event. Uh, during conferences, you'll find that there are a number of things that are sponsored by the conference, but you can also hold your very own party over at a, a hotel, a casino if you're in Vegas, uh, things like that. So you can hold your very own event. You cannot publicize it at the conference except perhaps at your own booth or through your email list if you're attending XYZ conference. Come join us at this party. That certainly works. And you can speak about it. You cannot do things like hand out cards and materials and so on as you walk the conference floor, either giving them to vendors, putting them on vendors' counters for others, or even handing them out to people as they stroll the aisles. Absolutely forbidden, really not recommended. You have to play by the rules when you hit a conference. Make sure of what you can and cannot do. You don't want to overshadow conference events. You don't want to bump into the after events. You want to play nice because someday you will have enough money if all of this works that you can be part of this conference. So getting a leg up without hurting someone else is very, very important. Okay. You can sponsor badges. There's always a badge sponsorship sitting around somewhere and you can sign your name up to it. Away you go. Most badges um, get sponsored with a logo. You'll see, I don't know, Google across the top or you'll see uh, Bing by Microsoft, so on across the top, whatever it is. Um, they're not very effective. Uh, it's simply branding of the, you know, the company. So not so exciting. What you can do, though, is bump things up a little bit. First of all, you own the entire card that sits inside a badge onto which that branding goes. So you want to choose that kind of a card. You want to make sure about the kind of lanyards and cards that are going to be used at a particular conference. 
if it gets slid into the conference badge and it sticks up a little bit, maybe about a half an inch or an inch above the conference badge itself, the plastic part of it, right, you're in business. Now you design a piece of cardboard, or it's not really cardboard, it's just kind of oak tag stuff, that will slip in there, and it can explain what you do for a living, it can um, uh, work with, uh, I don't know, whatever events you have going, it can tell people about that, it can do all kinds of stuff, and it can have your name. You don't want to put your name on top. What you want to do is this. Um, I'm going to give you an example. Back in 2006, in October... SEO Moz launched Linkscape. It was our flagship product. It's a crawl of the World Wide Web. It's huge. It, it's 50 to 60 billion URLs. It refreshes every month. It's extraordinary value, powerful stuff, and it costs us a lot of money to make it and a lot of effort to make it. You know, it was a big deal for us, right? So we're going to launch this thing with a big bang. We went down to a conference in New York, and we sponsored the badges. What I did was look at the last year's badge, and the layout of this year's badge from the folks at the conference. And I took the same size as the typography that uh, says the first name of the person. That was the biggest, boldest type on there. And I made sure that the word that I put up on top of this badge, the stuff that sticks over the badge top, was exactly the same heft. So big, bold, and competing with the first name of the person, the biggest thing on the badge, it didn't have our name on it at all. It said Monday, 12 o'clock or Monday, 12 p.m., as a matter of fact. And I stood myself, I, I stationed myself at the doorway of the expo hall. And as people began to stream in in that main doorway, I caught about 50 to 60%, maybe even more, of all the people walking through that door. And I would smile and point to their badge hanging in the middle of their chest and say, oh, that's just to remind Rand. Have you seen him? And they all look down at their badges, and they what the heck is that? It says, well, it says Monday at noon. That's when Rand's going to announce our new big thing. So I was able to leverage the fact that people were running around with badges telling everybody that Monday at noon there was something hot. And I said, well, just lift the badge a bit. It'll tell you where. And they lifted the badge just a quarter of an inch, and it told them it was at the expo hall and where the little stage was and so on. Usually, expo hall stages are attended by three people. One of them is snoozing, the other one's checking his email, and the third one's just reorganizing his bags. Okay? This time, we had more than 500 people sitting in the audience, standing around, press and all kinds of other stuff, because everybody's badge said Monday, 12 p.m., and I told them where to look and what to do and what to expect, as many as I could, and then I said, spread the word. It's amazing what people will do when you ask. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. And uh, I think we're out of time today. Absolutely. When we come back next week, I'm going to talk about wrapping up some of these things. Other ideas that you can do at uh, conferences to leverage your cash and get more bang for your buck. Again, thanks for joining us at CEO Coach on webmasterradio.fm. You can also download our shows at iTunes. We look forward to seeing you Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern at webmasterradio.fm.